The views and opinions expressed on the podcasting couch are solely those of the contributors and do not reflect those of our other guests, sponsors or distributors. Appearances on this podcast should not be viewed as an endorsement of any other guest, past or future. Coming to you via the magic of the internet, it is episode 39 of The Podcasting Couch, a podcast in which I, your host, Chris Carlson, sit down with content creators and discuss their lives, inspirations, methodology, and anything else that may come up during the conversation. My guests this week are Angel and Nikki, hosts of the Color Me Dead podcast, a podcast bringing you stories about serial killers, what led them to it, all the gritty details within it, and a splash of dark humor to cope with it. This week, we discussed picking topics in a broad subject, navigating a saturated market, how to balance heavy research with family, and a lot more. Music this week is provided by Meet the Robots. The song is called Storming Out in My Mind. Meet the Robots, classic pop-punk dudes from Liverpool, England, known across the galaxy for their energetic live shows, catchy hooks, and for advising Lord Vader against that particular Death Star design. Formed in 2013, their debut album, Heartaches and Tea Breaks, was released on May 4th, 2015, mainly to tie in with Star Wars Day. Since then, the band have been playing every sketchy bar and cantina in the galaxy and have released music videos for Giving Up and Box. Their second album, Ignore This, was released on June 1st, 2017. In October 2017, they were selected from hundreds of bands to support Real Big Fish and Mad Caddies on their Fireball UK tour. They are currently recording their next album whilst trying to perfect space travel. We're going to listen to Storming Out in my mind and then jump right into my conversation with Angel and Nikki. This is the Podcasting Couch. We'll be right back.
we've actually been friends since we were in middle school. And uh, that's how we met. So we've been friends since we were about 12. Yeah, we had a history class together. I don't know why I remember it was history. But she sat right next to me and taught me a lot of things that... I was the bad kid and she was the good kid. <laughs> um, like, I was the little miscreant that was left home alone a lot. And um, she had the helicopter parents. And so I taught her a lot of really naughty things while we were in school. First of all, the, th- the first thing I remember you taught me was what sober means. <laughs> I was like, what is sober? We're like 12 at the time. So I should not know what sober means. I don't want my parents to ever hear these things. Because they're like, what the hell is wrong with you? But uh, no, like, uh, you know, I was the kid that on the outside, um, I looked really good. I got good grades. I did academics. But I did a really... A lot of naughty things. And I was the opposite. I was the good kid, but I had horrible grades. Yeah. And so we've (laughs) known each other for quite some time. And we grew up in the same town, um, know a lot of the same people. Yeah. And it just kind of blossomed from there. Like, by the time we got to high school, it was, I mean, gosh, we'd been friends for six, seven years. Yeah. Yeah, and we've moved away and back together and whatnot, so... And, and so how how does that transition into um, into podcast? Because I always find it really interesting how like, you know, I think of it like I have friends. I'd never thought of starting a podcast with them. Um, and so I'm always curious how uh, how, how that came up, uh, the, the kind of decision to do that. And then sort of spinning off of that also how you guys decided on uh, what the podcast was going to be. So originally, the podcast began with me and another friend, and uh, it was just a mutual love for true crime. Um, It was something that we enjoyed looking into, whether it was current event murders or serial killers, things of that nature. And uh, she chose to leave the podcast and make a new podcast um, due to scheduling reasons and family business, things of that nature. And so uh, Nikki was brought on about 10, 11 weeks ago. Yeah. To kind of help with the research load and everything else. So when our other co-host decided to um, branch off and and do her own thing, she and I decided to stick it. Nikki wasn't always into true crime. It was something that I loved and she came on and was like, oh, let me check this out and see if I like it too. And like three minutes into it, she's like, okay, I can see why you enjoy this. And... You know, when we started this podcast, it was more of a, it was supposed to be a hobby. I mean, really. And it still is. And I love it because I learned so much stuff. I like to learn, like, with other podcasts, I don't like to listen to them unless I'm learning something, usually. That's why I like hardcore history. Yeah. And I love this because I'm learning every week. I'm reading a book or, you know, at least every every week or every two weeks, I'm reading a book. I'm learning so much all the time. And I love it. And it's fun to see what the what all those murderers are up to. What's in their brain? I want to know. <laughs> and I, I, I like doing um, FBI profilers is one of my favorites. I think their job is incredibly interesting. I just don't think I could do it personally myself. Um, but I like to read about it and I like to learn about it. Yeah. And so it was just a hobby that kind of went rogue. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, one thing that I think is kind of interesting is um, a, a lot of p- 
people, I think, get into myself included, get into um, podcasting. It's kind of like, like you said, like a hobby. Um, and then it sort of becomes almost like a, I don't want to necessarily say like a job per se, because it's, you know, it's enjoyable. Um, I think that's why a lot of podcasters continue to do it is because they enjoy doing it. But oh, I absolutely. Think, um, but but I think just going from the, the concept of it being like a hobby um, sort of implies that it's it's kind of like leisurely, um, which I think a lot of podcasters find out pretty early on. It is it's, not. It's <laughs> not. It is a full time job. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that's it's a fun one so that's what's good <laughs> um yeah so how how do you guys go about um because because within the purview of of true crime it's a, a a pretty big uh uh umbrella of of topics and i'm curious how you go about picking the the topics Sometimes we will decide, like we'll sit and kind of powwow, and we'll decide whether or not we want to do, um, like, current events. Because um, there's always something jacked up in the media that you're going to read about. Or if we want to do a, a heavy hitter, which is, like, your big serial killers, like Ed Gein or Dahmer or Ramirez. Or if we want to focus on a smaller crime. Or if we want to do, like, a survivor story. I really like survivor stories i like to go to barnes and noble and just pick whatever book i can find and go from there <laughs> or go I've, through the true crime i bought I, all of them oh, they I have them all. <laughs> um so it's kind of like we have to sit down and it's like throwing names in a hat and then we're we just like pick one out and we're like oh well this week we're gonna do current events so we're gonna talk about messed up shit in hollywood oh sorry <laughs> cuss word um, we're going to talk about messed up stuff in, in Hollywood or whatever, you know, because that's something that's current that's happening right now. Or, you know, we're like, a lot of people, a lot of listeners have asked for a heavy hitter. We refer to them sometimes as the Kardashians because they're famous and people don't know why. <laughs> and uh, so somebody will be like, I don't know a lot about Richard Chase or I don't know a lot about Jeffrey Dahmer. Can you guys cover that case? And we're like, all right, yeah, we'll do that. We also take a lot of from Patreons because we say if you want if you want us to cover somebody, let us know. Or even just random people email us and have cases that they either know because they're oh from like their local town. yeah that they want cases. us to cover or one that they've heard of that they want us to cover. So. And then there's my mom who gives me like three pages the other day of people that she wants <laughs> she doesn't me even, to cover. She doesn't live. She doesn't even listen to the show. I won't but, let her. But she's like, <laughs> "Hey, I need you to do all of these cases because this is all stuff that I found." Yeah, and then after I write them, I give her my research so she can read that. <laughs> but don't listen because I listen. say lots of bad words. Yeah, I know. I I tell my entire family. I'm like, please don't because they're very um, devout LDS folk. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, please don't ever tune in. No. Like, the <laughs> amount of blasphemy you were going to hear is just... I, yeah, I can recreate the story for you on my own, but please don't listen. <laughs> please don't listen. Yeah, yeah. I, um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm always a little bit curious. I don't know, because um, I, you know, I, I've, I've told my family that, that, that I do the show. Um, I don't know who in the family listens and who doesn't. Um, I haven't gotten any feedback from them, so <laughs> maybe they're not listening. But um, you, you know, never just know, add them to the pile. Add them to the pile yeah. of people who aren't listening. It, it so might be fine. that. 
might be that weird Thanksgiving conversation where everybody sits down and they're like, so. I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I have a little brother that listens religiously. He did the music for our intro, our new intro. too. And then I have a little sister that I think listens sometimes. And maybe one more brother, but the rest of them aren't allowed. (laughs) (laughs) So um, you'd mentioned um, that you go into it like uh, um, reading books about the topics. And um, and, and, and so I'm just curious kind of what in general a a, a sort of uh, research for a topic looks like. Um, from from the <laughs> oh, conception so, to recording. So I I watch documentaries, and I do a lot of um, research on the web. Nikki likes to read, and my ADHD won't let me focus that long to like I, finish a book. I couldn't ever read till it was true crime books, and then it's like I'm I'm finishing this today. So then we <laughs> I and then I will give her she'll give me notes from her book. And then I give her all the links to the documentaries that I watched, whether they're on Netflix, YouTube, wherever I found them, and whatever links I found online so that we can compare information. Because a lot of the times, you'll find that when you start doing research, there's a lot of conflicting information. A lot. Oh my goodness. It's bad. Well, like our last case that we did, you had your notebook full of all of your notes. I had a notebook full of all of my notes. Plus, we had what we typed up. Plus, documentaries. Plus, the book. So, we just all put it together. It takes us... It takes a while to get an episode together. Yeah. I mean, if it's current events... It takes all week. Yeah. if I mean, if it's current events and you can pull it up and talk about... The only information that you're going to find is what the media has put out... And kind of give your speculation on other things. That's one thing. But when you're doing some of these bigger cases, like the one that we just did, uh, we did Mary Bell. Um, And that's, it's difficult because you get a lot of conflicting information. So I watch a lot of documentaries and I read a lot of stuff online. She'll pick up books and then we get together and then it's just like a collaboration of putting things together. Uh, You couldn't see this, but this is how (laughs) collaboration works. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so um I, I, i'm curious within um because it sounds like and and i i listen to the show and it sounds like um you know there is quite a bit of research going into episodes um oh yeah you know oh, yeah. I, I i it's not often that you hear a, i'm not sure about that or i don't know the answer to that um so it seems like there's quite a bit of research that goes into it and i'm curious um what your experience has been. And I, I ask this because, uh, and this has been uh, a record amount of time since I've mentioned this before. I used to do a podcast about politics. Um, and Ooh, that's I touchy. had to stop because <laughs> of the research. Um, and, and so I'm curious kind of what your experience has been as far as, um, juggling a, uh, uh, a, a quite a bit of, uh, workload as far as research goes with with family life i know that's something that i struggled with doing uh, a show that was really research heavy and i'm curious what your experience has been in that well luckily neither one of us have jobs (laughs) so which is good because otherwise there's no way i could research i don't i know you couldn't either because 
it takes, it's all day. For most of the portion of the day, like, there's at least eight hours a day that I spend on doing podcast stuff. It might not be during the day. I wait till my kids go to bed and do a lot of my research or editing or whatever. But it's it's weird to juggle all that because I have three younger kids. Yours are older, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate in the way that <clears throat> in the beginning I had a full-time job. And so my other co-host did a lot of the research because she was also a stay-at-home mom. Um, and I recently retired, so to speak, and uh, <laughs> am no longer working. So I get up in the morning, I send my husband to work, I get my kids up, I get them out the door, and then that's when I sit down and I start looking up documentaries or I start bringing up stuff on the web. And you'll, if you come into my living room, it's awful sometimes because I'll have stuff spread all over the coffee table. I've got a laptop up and my phone so that I can look at like, uh, you know, look at dual things while yeah. I'm while I'm researching, um, <laughs> typing one thing, googling on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> I'm home. Notebook. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm scribbling yeah. things, typing things. Uh, but my kids are in high school, so I'm fortunate that way. So I don't see them for about six and a half hours in in the day, um, and they help out a lot. So when they come home, they have chores and they help me get things done. So I get up at about. 334 and I'll do dishes, food prep, whatever, get the animals taken care of, get everybody out the door and then I super pound coffee and start reading stuff. <laughs> All about the coffee. If there oh, wasn't coffee, there would be no podcast. If there's no espresso. <laughs> uh, I was drinking it at like nine o'clock the other night because I needed to get through something and I was so tired. And I was like, I'm just going to drink the coffee. I wish I was more into drugs. Like, we could just scar face it and get through some research, but I, don't I just can't. I think it would can't. be good research at no. that point, would it? No, I don't, I don't think know. it would. Um, but later at night, like, after I get, you know, dishes done, dinner's done, whatever, then I can sit and pull up my laptop. I can watch documentaries. I can do that kind of stuff because my kids are at that age where, unlike Nikki, they don't really need a lot of supervision and they're pretty self-sufficient. So that's when I get a lot of my stuff done. Yeah. Yeah, mine's, well, I have most of them in school, but I have a little one that's in preschool. And so she goes for a couple hours and I can do some while she's at school, but I do a lot while they're asleep. Oh, that, and that is, um, I, 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 I'm super thankful for uh, my wife being able to, to take care of our daughter when I'm doing this too, because she's, um, she's two. And so she's not, uh, She's like, nope, there's no self-sufficiency yet. There's yeah. No, yeah. I'll no. take care of myself, Dad. You go do your thing. No, it's... No, because as soon as they no. get quiet, you're like, what have you done? What did you do? What did you do? Mine are at least old enough that when we record, if we do it when they're home, I can say, you're you're good, because my little one's five. I have five, seven, and ten. So they can they can have an hour to themselves mm-hmm. and be good, because they're just right outside the door. It's fine. Yeah. But. Well, and mine are 15 and 17, so they don't really want to have anything to do with me anyway. <laughs> and <laughs> they so, weren't going to be around anyway. Yeah, they, they're like, I, I got it. Just give me the Wi-Fi password. I got this. <laughs> so they get their stuff done, and then there's actually times that my son, who is 15, has come downstairs and been like, hey, have you done such and such a case? And I'll, I'll tell him whether or not we have. And uh, because I don't really like him listening to the podcast either, and I know that he has, but um, he has. Yeah, I oh feel yeah, awkward. I know. <laughs> um, 
But he came downstairs and he was like, hey, I have a lot of questions about the Zodiac. And we had a two-hour conversation about true crime. And we delved into several different cases. And it was interesting because he was like, you know, all of my homework is, is, is done. Do you, do you want me to go look up some stuff? I was like, I don't know how I feel about you being my cohort on research because <laughs> some of this stuff is really dirty and dark, you know? Mm-hmm. But he's starting to pick up that same desire to, I think it's the curiosity, you know, because he, uh, when he came downstairs, he was like, I have so many questions about the Zodiac. Can we talk? And I'm like, um, oh, you really are my kid. My 10-year-old <laughs> wants to listen. He'll ask me questions about what we're covering, and I'll sort of lightly tell him about it. And I'm like, ah. And he's like, I want to listen so bad. And so I had to find him a podcast that's child-friendly that he could listen to. Well, my nephew, Deegan, who is uh, 16, he listens religiously and loves it. And he'll he'll corner me at the house. Like, his dad will bring him over to do chores or whatever. And Deegan will come rushing in and be like, I have so many questions about this specific case. And I don't want to give it to him because he's only 16. Does he know I used to date his dad? Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering. It's weird. But... Just kidding. <clears throat> <laughs> you can be his other mother. Yeah. But mother. they they'll sit down and they have all these questions and I have to find an appropriate manner in which to describe yeah. certain things to a younger audience. Now I know that they have Google at their fingertips and I realize that they've got the Oracle. I mean they all have iPhones, spoiled little brats. But <laughs> they can Google and look up anything, but they like the way that Aunt Angel or Mom describes it. And so it's it's finding that balance, but it's kind of, it's funny, like, I'll be doing my re- research, and Logan, my son, will be looking over my shoulder, and he's like, I didn't know that. I'm like, you, and you shouldn't. Like, Dang, you don't need to know that until go, you're 25. Go play Sonic. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, that's Calvin with mine. I'm like, I don't think I should tell you I'm not gonna going to share this here, with you yet. But, yeah. Yeah. It, um, I, I, I want to kind of, um shift gears a little bit um take a bit of a turn and i want to ask you guys about um something that i i I like uh kind of kind of discussing with with uh with certain topics uh or or shows rather that are within certain topics i guess and that's um topics like uh like like gaming topics like uh like like true crime very saturated markets um Mm -hmm. There, uh, it, it seems like there is an abundance for anybody who's interested in those kind of topics. And so I'm curious what your experience has been as far as sort of a, a, a reaching out to listeners or finding listeners um, in such a, a, a big market, but a market that's also got a lot of players in it. Social media is your biggest friend. Um we made friends with a lot of other podcasters, whether it was true crime, um, whether they're doing current events, sports, um, gaming, because my husband actually plays uh, D&D and Warhammer. And so I've made friends with uh, podcasters there where I don't have the interest, but we can still be podcast buddies. True crime is number one on the podcast listening crew. 
get on Twitter, make friends. Well, yeah, and the thing with true crime is the people who listen to true crime want more true crime. They don't just want one. Mm-hmm. So you, like, we started, I started listening to the History Dweebs. Oh, my gosh, and, our last podcast on yeah, Left or California. And with History Dweebs, I started talking to them. I was like, your podcast is so awesome. I'm going to plug you on our next show. <laughs> and then we made friends with them, and then we shared our stuff on their page and then and so we could just like kind of cross we could send people to their podcast they sent people to ours and it just it works out really well the podcast world is so awesome it's, that way it's i've listened to i don't know how many episodes of dean coral um who was the Candyman killer um and i enjoyed every single episode that i listened to because you get a different perspective and you mm-hmm. get a different play from every podcaster that talks about it. And it's fun. It's interesting. Some people are more funny. Some people are more serious. Some people um, don't like to give as much detail about the gory stuff, but they go into deeper detail about history. So it's, it really just works out. But social media, get on there and make friends. Mm -hmm. Like that's what we've done. Yeah. I guess that um, that makes sense. That's something that I, I hadn't actually thought about. I think um, just because the uh, the way that I consume podcasts is, uh, I think, a little different than the way most do, um, just due to the nature of the show. Um, you know, where I have like my my set podcast that I listen to for uh, like these are the shows that I listen to because I want to listen to it. And then these are the 50 or 60 shows that I listen to because mm-hmm. I need to see if the quality's there so that I can have them on the show or yeah. if I can reach out to these people. So I, I, I think um, I, for, for as far as like podcasts that I, I want to listen to for topics that I'm interested in, I I've found myself kind of consolidating it and going, all right, well, I don't have time to listen to uh, the, the, uh, the six shows that I want to listen to about this one topic. So I got to pick the one that is the one that I want to listen to. Um, I have a, uh, I, I work a desk job, so I don't talk to people. I don't have to talk to people all day. Um, so it's like Thank 10 God. hours a day. <laughs> uh, yes. I love it. Oh my goodness. It's great. Um, <laughs> It's just uh, we, we public just go is to too work. peoply for me. Yeah, we we go to work. I sit down, I log into my computer, and then I just I do data entry for ten hours, and just listen to podcasts the whole time, and then go home and get a paycheck. So it works. That sounds good to me. <laughs> but yeah, so I I, I, I kind of have <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of had to sort of go um, a little bit more. Uh, less leisurely with the way that I listen um, and more like, all right, I got to get the information that I need and get it quickly and then move on to the next one. Um, which there's I, I think... there. Sorry, not to, not to interrupt you. I, I apologize. Oh, you uh, one of the, one of the things that I, I learned when I got on Twitter and started making friends with other podcasts is there are things that I like to listen to that I had no idea that I would enjoy. Um, there's podcasts about prison life. There's podcasts about people reviewing movies. Um, there's podcast. And and I started out with the Joe Rogan experience and then my favorite murder. That's kind of where I all started. And, um, 
I think the Joe Rogan experience is where I was like, there are so many things that you can listen to that are super like informational. And I like to absorb that. Um, And I just, I was like, oh, okay. So there's so many things I can listen to, but I get to the same point where I'm like, yeah, right. There's 105 episodes that I need to listen to. And there's only 24 hours in a day for which I'm awake for maybe half. Like, I got to figure some stuff out. So um, trying to catch up on things is difficult. Trying to listen to new stuff that I find can be difficult. Um, especially if I find that the content might not be suitable to listen to around an open audience and so oh, I can I've only always listen- got headphones in oh my goodness I can only listen to certain stuff like I know that my kids hear me cuss and I know that my kids see me watching rated R movies and stuff but there are certain things that, that I don't want them to hear um that's why I was glad about Mirths and Monsters mm-hmm. it's a kid it's a family friendly show friendly. And so I can put it on because my kids always see me listening to podcasts. They're like, we want to listen to a podcast. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we one. picked a good one. Yeah. Um, and there, there's there's several, like, kid-friendly ones. Um, but trying to find the time, even when somebody's like, hey, check this out. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. I really wanted to listen to this new episode of this. But I really need to check out this. And determine whether, like, I got to make that order of importance. I totally get that. Trying to do plugs on our shows. I'm like, I didn't have time to listen to a new podcast this week. I don't have a plug for any. Because we (laughs) usually try to plug a new show every week. And it gets hard because I'm like, well, I was really deep into this book all week this week. And I didn't listen to anything except for my own while I was editing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think one thing that's really interesting and and something that I I like and can't stand at the same time about podcasting <laughs> is that it, it because there's no um like there's no rules about it. I guess there's no right way and there's no wrong way to do the show and 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 there's no sort of like guidelines to it. So you'll find a lot of shows like there's um there's a few shows that I listen to um, that. Uh, as far as like political shows that I like to listen to that I can't necessarily listen to in the car when I'm, when I'm driving the family around because it's a lot of like, Oh yeah, this fucking Senator's being a real dickhead. And I'm like, come on, I just need the news. (laughs) Um, but I don't, I don't want to listen to the news. Um, and so it, it, it can be frustrating. I think, um, as far as that that sort of thing goes but then at the same time it's nice because you know that you are getting sort of an an unfiltered uh a product i guess and i think it it creates a a closer feeling with the content creators themselves because you know that it's not this this washed up or, or washed out sanitized version of of who they would be um a lot of times people get on the microphone and are who they are in real life. And I think it, it feels more intimate, I guess. Um, and so on that sort of note of, of, of more intimacy with the listeners, I kind of wanted to ask what your experience has been <laughs> as far as um, listener engagement goes. Um, I'm kind of curious about that. Um. 
Oh my goodness. So answering emails and doing social media and answering messages and anything that they put out there is literally a full-time job. Um, we've made a lot of friends with a lot of our listeners, whether they're local or far away. I mean, we have friends as far as Germany, Australia, a lot of different, a lot of different places. But, um, it, it, like I said, it's literally a full-time job to answer their messages and to respond to their comments and to be where they are able to interact with us. Um, it's, I mean, like answering, answering to listener engagement. Oh, that's like a full-time job. That's, that's what I just said. <laughs> that's what yeah. I just said. Yeah. Um, that's what we're, oh, we do that all the time, but it's fun too, because you're going to meet so many new people. You probably just said the same thing. But I did. Yeah. You get to meet lots of new people. You get lots of new ideas from new people on what to do. You get lots of feedback from everybody on what they like, what they don't like, what they want to see. Like how our sound is, mm -hmm. how we're, like if we're talking too much about things that are not pertinent to a case, or if they want to hear more of us just BSing, or there's a lot of different facets to that. Um, and everybody has their own opinion about what they want and what they want to see. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, but for the most part, we get, we get a lot of the same, the same comments, the same things that people want to see, want us to talk about. And that's really, it's, we're very fortunate in a way that we're able to do that all day mm -hmm. because there's a lot of listeners that want responses right now. And other people are like, ah, it's okay if you don't get back to me for a day or two. Or it's fun when we get the ones that are like, I can't believe you're responding. I'm like, I'm really just a normal person. I'm like, I <laughs> don't like, know if you know this, but I have greasy hair and I'm wearing tie-dye. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not that cool. Maybe <laughs> didn't shower for two days. I'm disgusting. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I smell like baby vomit and turkey leftovers. So I'm not that cool. But um, engaging with the listeners is... I think key to creating a base of people that support you and then promote you. And then support each mm -hmm. other too. Cause like on mm -hmm. our Facebook group page, we have a lot of people that are on there like forming friendships and everybody's kind of mm -hmm. getting in. So it's fun to see that too, that because of us and our podcast, people are like coming together and making friends. That's really cool. You know, I've, I've said it before and I say it, at the beginning of every episode of the show as well in a sort of way um the the it, it's kind of the beauty of the internet it, it's it's i think um i think it's 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 amazing it's a magical thing how we're able to have these sort of connections with people who we would have otherwise never crossed paths with um yeah oh i agree wholeheartedly you know, i mean the the beginning of every episode of the show um you know is uh I, I always like to start out with the phrase coming to you via the magic of the internet, because um, I mean, that's what it is. You know, I'm just a, just a dude who works a normal nine to five. Um, and yet because of this thing, uh, you know, able to have a voice and, 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 and talk to people and have mm -hmm. people, you know, for some reason or other, give a shit about what I have to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, uh, I was kind of a spoiled brat uh, as a teenager, and so I had a computer with the internet in my room at a very young age. Um, and maybe that was because my parents were just like, go F off somewhere else. But <laughs> I logged into, I don't know if you 
are old enough to remember like ICQ or the like the chat mm-hmm. rooms that we had. That like, existed. I got on it once, it freaked <laughs> me out, and I was done. Nope. On uh, like AOL and stuff like that. But I am still friends and still in contact with the people that I met via those chat rooms. Some of them I've met in real life, some of them I have not. And I would like, I would love to. But that was, good Lord, I'm 30, how old am I? 36? 25, I don't know what you're oh. talking about. I'm 36 or 37, <laughs> I can't remember. You're 36 but. for another month. Oh, you're right, okay. <laughs> but this all went down when I was 15 years old, so they've been in my life for a long time. And I know them better than some of, some of the people I know in my own family. And so it it is kind of a magical thing because you'll find like-minded people that enjoy the same things that don't judge you, that don't... Well, and how much have you learned about the rest of the world? I know I have just even the rest oh of the my U.S. God. There was so, so much I didn't know we about. We did a snack places. exchange with some of our listeners and I sent them a bunch of stuff that because they, uh, in Australia, <clears throat> excuse me, they don't do the pumpkin spice thing. So I put together this gigantic box of like pumpkin spice Oreos and pumpkin spice Cheerios and a bunch of, oh, flaming Hot Cheetos. <laughs> this just tastes like fire and death. And it was a, I, I had never tasted Vegemite, which I love, by the way. I don't I know do if you've not. ever had it. Yeah, it's amazing. But um, I would never have been able to experience any of that without making friends through my podcast. Yeah. Our podcast. Mine. Mine. <laughs> mine. 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 I, I think um, one thing that I think is kind of funny about that as well is um, that I think, uh, you know, people in like their their early 20s, I think, are going to be the last generation that is able to really um, sort of appreciate that what that whole thing of of how just how amazing that the internet mm-hmm. is because I think, you know, people in their early twenties were, were growing up with the internet, but we're still growing up with a sort of uh, a version of it that was still pretty early in its conception. So it wasn't necessarily uh, ubiquitous with, you know, everyday life. There weren't smartphones yet. Um, right. I, I think yeah. about the thing that made me think about it today was, you know, we have, um, we're in the process of, making our house as connected as possible, making it, you know, as, as, as easy as possible. We have multiple Google homes throughout the house. We have the smart lights installed everywhere. Um, and so, you know, these kind of things are things that I, uh, ima- could never imagine having as a kid. I watched that movie smart house on Disney, um, back in the nineties <laughs> and thought that'd be awesome, but it'll never happen. And now it's happening. Yeah. But mm-hmm. for, yeah. but for my two year old, you know, that's just, that's the way that the house works. That's the way that things yeah. work. And like we, it's, we, it's we so clap our hands and the lights how, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not even clap your hands. You, you, you just uh, shout into the air, turn the lights on and the lights come on. Um, <laughs> turn the light, or you can play lock this your music. door from your phone. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, I, or, I'm only laughing because my kids are like, why don't we have an Alexa? And I'm like. Little bastard, get a job and buy one. <laughs> I know because you didn't buy one yet. That's why. God, but like trying to—you're like, old enough. You're strong. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I was trying to explain the encyclopedias to my son. Oh we my were doing god! Or the Dewey decimal. Yeah. Civil- we were doing homework. I can't even one day. say the word. Make the words. 
we Dewey were, Decimal System. Yes. Okay. We were doing homework one day, and I was like, let's Google it. And I was like, do you know how lucky you are to have Google? And he's like, you what have did the, you do? You, you <laughs> like, have the I had an, encycl- an encyclopedia, <clears throat> and I had to go find the right section and hope it wasn't out- outdated or hope that it was in there. Like, it was I, a process. I love my kids. I love them with all of my heart. But there are some times that I look at them and I'm like, go be dumb somewhere else. Because they're like, <laughs> they not. ask me questions and I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, why don't you know? And I'm like, you have the oracle in yeah. your hand. Like, you can literally look up everything except, like, it's not just for Snapchat, you little shit. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. There's Is that real life? Oh, my God. I did not know that. I failed as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember... I remember thinking the other day, um, you know, I, I was, we were out somewhere, I don't know, the, one of the like eight places that you can be uh, a restaurant or the store or whatever. <laughs> and um, I, I was just like, I, I, my wife asked me a question. I was like, I don't know what the answer to that question is. And so I just reached in my pocket and I looked up the answer. But, yeah. y- you know, back in the day, it was even even when you think about the internet in the early days of the internet, even if you were out somewhere and you had that question, well, hopefully I remember it so I can look it up later. And before yeah. that it's like, well, hopefully I remember it so that I can ask everybody ever until I find someone who knows the answer. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and now so if I have I, a problem with something, think, I'm like, Oh, I'll Google it. Dude, I changed, do the, it. I changed the brakes on my truck. Yeah. With a YouTube video. And I did it right. I was pumped. <laughs> I like, know. And I did it alone. I was like, master of the universe. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the the way that we functioned then, because we used to have to, like, ask somebody to get off the phone so that we could get on the internet. And then we had to wait 25 minutes for anything Dear to download. <laughs> And that horrifying noise. But we had to wait 25 minutes for anybody to, like, for anything to download so that we could, like, find stuff out. And when you tried to call somebody, but they were on the internet, like, you're like, get off the phone. I'm trying to call them. (laughs) Their phone is busy. They must be on the internet. (sighs) Um, Or the time that I actually crashed my dad's email because I was trying to download images that I didn't downsize. Oops. Yep. And they had to like purge the email and shut it all down and give us a new email address. I don't even know how that works. I don't, I don't understand. I'm not that clever. Okay. I'm funny and I'm pretty sometimes, but I'm not that smart. So uh, there's just times pretty. that I look at my kids and I'm like, y- you have all of these resources for you that we never had. And so if there's something that you need to know, I want you to get the hell off of Facebook and Google, Google it. Because there it is. But instead they'll yeah. go on Twitter and be like, does anybody know what this is? <laughs> <laughs> they'll Snapchat it. Yeah. Does anybody know <laughs> if polar bears are really dying? I'm like, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Ugh. I think um, the, the, the kind of interesting thing, I think, with with the internet that we have today is also the sort of like the idea of just like the phrase Google it. Um, you know, like I remember uh, when it was, Did well, I prefer Ask Yahoo Jeeves? search. I prefer Ask Jeeves. Like, I use Dogpile. Um, and now crawler? it's just, nope, you just, yeah. And now it's just Google. Google. You Google, Google it. it. Um, I'll Facebook you later. Uh, you know, like these, <laughs> yeah. 
these things that are just becoming sort of can get a hold ubiquitous of with, with everyday life. Yeah. Like I remember when I was in high school, they handed out like a, a directory of the high school and you could have your phone number in it. Oh my. Do you remember that? Just until you yeah. barely said and it. So, but now, and you had to like call and, and you had to risk the embarrassment of their parents answering or something. And now like you can just <laughs> messenger somebody. Everybody, like you can Snapchat. It's all there. They can get a hold of whoever they want. It's almost embarrassing how little interaction people have. I like it this way. (laughs) But I do too. I know. Gosh, I'm so bad that way because I'm like, I don't like people, but I want to talk to you. Um, You used to have to, you know, if you wanted to ask somebody something, you used to have to call them and speak to them in real life. And now we're just like, ah, text them real quick. Yeah, and if they were in the bathroom, be like, no, they're in the bathroom. Can I have them call you back? Now you're on on the toilet texting them back. Well, and they know <laughs> because you just liked their thing on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I know she's got it, her phone. It, she's liking um, my stuff. <laughs> I kind of go back and forth on the idea of, of if we interact more or less with people because on one hand, yeah, it's like, I don't talk to people on the phone anymore. Of course not. Um, I don't really write anybody letters anymore. Why would I? Um, but at the same yeah. time, like, like we've kind of been talking about this whole time, it's we're at the same time more connected with everybody than we ever have been. Um, so it's kind of a, a, I guess a give and take sort of thing. Um, I don't know, but Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I talk to people way more now than I would have ever before because I don't actually have to talk to them. I talk to you on the phone, but <laughs> that's me. I talk to you and like one other person on the phone ever. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So. Yeah, we, uh, I, I, I kind of, um, you know, we could sort of uh, uh, wax poetic, I guess, about how, how far we've come uh, since uh, the days of the telephone and letters uh, <laughs> for, for hours, I think, but stamps, um, days and days stamps still in, exist in case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. Right. I have uh, a book of them that I think uh, is all I'll need forever. Uh, forever. We use a lot cause we mail out stickers, but this is the most amount of stamps I've used in probably 10 years. <laughs> so um, I want to, I want to wrap up. Um, and the last thing that I want to, uh, kind of touch on is um if if people listening like what they've heard they want to uh hear your show they want to reach out to you they want to contact you um what 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 is the best way for them to go about doing those things you can listen to us on where our hosting site is Acast, which is really fun because we can post pictures that go along with our podcast as we go Mm -hmm. so we can post stuff about whoever we're talking about or like we did a fun Q&A where we have BFF tattoos and we were a lot we got to post the picture so when it came up that we were talking about it it showed up on that app our tattoos our picture of our tattoos so that's where we are but you can get us on all of the all of the other podcasts uh, we're on Podbean iTunes that kind of thing you can find us on Instagram at color me dead podcast you can find us on Twitter at Color Me Dead Pod. Uh, we also have Color Me Dead Podcast and the podcast group on Facebook. And I'm on Facebook the most because I'm too stupid to work the other two. But I Angel's on all three. I, I try to do all three. And you can find us at Color Me Dead Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and we respond to basically everything that comes in. One we of try the two to. of us. 
All right, awesome. And those links will also be uh, in the show notes for the episode uh, so that they're easier to click on. Um, cool. Thank you. And uh, so I want to thank you guys um, for taking time out of your weekend to Thank you uh, so much for having show. us. Gosh, of, of that was I, that was very like it was a little overwhelming. I was like, "Oh, they like us. <laughs> they really like, <laughs> like us." Oh, well, I I had a great conversation. I had, I had a great time, and I hope that you guys did as well. Um, we did. Yeah. All right, awesome, and, and thank you again so much. And uh, you guys have a great rest of your day. And you as well. That does it for this week's episode. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on whatever app you are using to listen so you don't miss a single episode. If you like anything you've heard today, links, as always, are in the show notes. If you have someone you'd like to hear on the show, email us at suggestions at thepodcastingcouch.com and we'll reach out. As always, this is The Podcasting Couch. I'm Chris Carlson. Be decent. The Podcasting Couch is executive produced by Sirenicide and Max Cannon and is completely listener-funded. To contribute to the show and help bring you new shows every week, visit www.patreon.com slash thepodcastingcouch and become a producer. Be decent. <laughs>